Just a great show, great podcast where we talk about uh, effective ways to get your students, or if you are a student, to get you effectively out in the mission field of your high school where us old folk can't reach anymore because we are graduated. So we've talked about things like empathy. We've talked about things like morality. We've talked about things like in your personal spiritual world that could affect negatively the mission that you are trying to set out upon, but we haven't really talked about any practical things while you are out there. So this this time period, this short little 15-minute episode, will be on some practical tips, some practical advice, some things to remember. There's not going to be a lot of Bible talked about here, but it's going to be effective for you, and it's all Bible-inspired. So you're a high school. You're going to school. You are saved. You are on fire. You're passionate. You've had crazy, cool youth experiences at your conventions, at your camps, at your things, and you just want to win the world over for Jesus. You go into your hallways. You have these atheists you're dealing with. You have these Muslims you're dealing with. You have people of all other faith that you are trying to heroically drag into church. Or you're maybe not even thinking about church. You're trying to heroically win their souls by yourself, by debating them, and just, frankly, pounding the Bible on top of their skull until they get it. You do this, you do this, you do this. Days go by, months go by. All you do is end up losing your friends. You get aggravated. You get hurt because none of this is working. You start to lose your own faith. You just think it's all stupid. You've lost so many arguments that you fought so hard for, yet... Your results are minimal. The people who you've helped are zero. And even if you've won an argument or two, nobody likes you enough to go into the youth that you go to. No one likes you enough to have any conversations. You might have lost an argument or you might have won an argument, but you've definitely lost friendships. And that is kind of what we'll talk on for the next few minutes. You see, you're in high school. You're in middle school. You have the ability to step up and talk to your friends, your enemies, your whatevers every day, and there are people out there who don't have that opportunity, but where their opportunity might be lacking, their education or their wisdom is not. 
So, say you're out there and you have this crazy situation. Maybe you have somebody who's dealing with gender identity. Maybe you have somebody dealing with the fact that they believe evolution is um, the only truth and it doesn't comply with the Bible at all because they call the Bible a bunch of fairy tales. And you get emotional. You start just raising your voice. You start acting in an unfriendly manner. And you raise the degree of aggression that is used in the conversation. This will every time turn off somebody, possibly for good, from the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And when they get turned off, you'll fail like a failure. You try to do it on your own. And blammo, not only are they further from Christ than they've ever been, but you might be feeling further from Christ than you've ever been. And the fact of the matter is, if you're listening to this podcast, God most likely put somebody in your life who loves you and has spent years of their life studying the word, studying good uh, strategies to reach the lost people. And you're never going to win a soul. God's never going to win a soul through your argument. So if you think that is your main strategy, you're headed towards a brick wall for sure. And a lot of the times, these arguments that people come up with, they aren't even about the gospel itself. I made a decision when I was in high school. My decision was I was going to ignore, publicly at least, when I was in public, when I was around people who weren't Christian, I was going to ignore any theological argument that did not deal directly with the cross. So to clarify that, I refused to debate anybody on things like abortion. I refused to debate anybody on things like baptism. I refused, refused to debate anybody on things like um, sin or sex before marriage, anything. I refused. If they agreed with me on the cross, that was it. And also bringing people to church. I knew the cross, and I knew that people needed to be surrounded by other believers so that they may believe more strongly themselves. And if they held that in common with me, or if they didn't disagree with that, even though they didn't hold faith, if that was true, I let it go. And God blessed me with, a lot of the times we walked to, to youth from certain places where we were hanging out with 20 people, with 15 people, with a lot, a lot of people. You don't 
have to fight every battle. And honestly, if you fight a battle, you're going to lose it because the battle's never in your hands. The most successful people on the planet do a thing called delegate. And what delegate is, is you saying, yep, this is not in my field. This is not my game. So I'm not even going to pretend to play it. I'm going to put this responsibility on somebody else's shoulders. And now that leads us to the next point. So as we talked about earlier, there are people in your lives, and most likely if you're listening, that have years of Bible experience, that have years of Bible college experience. And there are people in your lives who probably run youth groups, who have youth churches going on. And if you don't have a youth church going on, well, there are people in your life that have a church going on. And if you're not in a church like that, I highly recommend it's a necessity to get plugged into a church. I know there are great people that have uh, sacrificed their life, who have put in tons of time and energy and skill into creating things like this, podcasts like this, sermon material like this, but that cannot be your only source of fellowship in the body. So the point I'm getting at is don't think you have to win the argument with the teenagers in your high school. That's not necessarily your role. Your role is getting them to the safe place that you enjoy every week or multiple times every week. The goal is to have you invite them aggressively, convincingly to a place. You can invite your friends as non-believers. Pastors love it when non-believer people enter their building. They absolutely adore when things like that happen. And you can be a part of that happening. You don't have to convince them to adopt Christ. Because guess what? Christ is very rarely, if ever, accepted through a logical argument. And most of the time, when a logical argument is brought forth to try to win somebody to the faith, you guys don't even end up talking about the cross at all anyway. You guys end up talking about stuff like the Second Amendment, freedom of speech, sex. You guys start talking about abortion, you know, the red tape on the faces, which, yeah, I'm anti-abortion and all that good stuff, pro-life, but if that is overshadowing the cross, well, we're wrong. Main piece of advice, don't think of it as your job to destroy arguments, to go out there and just smash arguments with a sledgehammer. Don't think of it as your um, 
responsibility to be on a Christian debate team in your hallways. It's your responsibility to fill your youth church, to fill that auditorium because God has planted you in the hallways and planted your youth pastor in the church. So when you are out there surviving and getting it and and going through high school and going through all those challenges that come with that, but living amongst your peers, your pastor is preparing to meet them, is preparing to answer their questions, is preparing to love on the people that you're loving on. So join the team. You're not in it alone. It's not a cop-out to invite somebody to youth. There are a lot of people that spend a lot of amazing time and effort into sharpening their minds while you sharpen yours in the other ways that you have to sharpen your mind in so that you can bring your friends in and they can ask whatever they need to ask and their questions can be lovingly answered from a prayed up individual whose job it is is to be prayed up and loved up so that they can love the friends that you have that have so many people praying for them and loving on them and just hoping for the day that you go up there and ask them to go to church with you because you're not planning a church in your high school. There's already a church planted. You're not fighting arguments in your church. The fight has already been won. It's not about you winning an argument. It's about them going to heaven. And the first step of that can, should, and usually is them reaching a safe spot through an invitation to youth church. That's what's on your shoulders. Not a debate, an invitation. Invite first, fight later. Invite first, fight later. So I really hope that was enjoyable for you guys. Hope you learned a lot.